I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did you hear what Dumois Dumois. said? Who is it? Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about on Dumois. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. We're talking about Riley Keough, Zachary Levi, Gwyneth Paltrow, updates about Real Housewives of New York City, and Law and Order, SVU, and so much more. We're discussing all of this with return guest, TV host, podcaster, producer, and comedian, Sarah Fraser. Let's get started. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right. You don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less. I know I never do. And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Live Nation presents Concert Week. From now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, Two Doors Cinema Club, Whitney Cummings, and many more for way less. Grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. Oh my God, Sarah. I totally fucking forgot that you got me in so much trouble. I know. And I can't believe you're having me back. Do times two with Sarah Fraser. What's wrong with you, girl? Uh, okay, well, first of all, thank you for being here on short notice. Our originally scheduled guest got sick and you like pulled through in a day's notice. So thank you, Sarah Fraser. That's our guest host today from the Sarah Fraser show. Thank you for being here. Um, if you guys don't remember, she was <laughs> On a previous episode, I don't know why I'm laughing because they made fucking memes about me, like saying that like Scarlett Johansson was walking me like a dog. They made TikToks about me because you said, and I'll just like refresh everyone's memory. Um, last time Sarah was on here, she made a very harmless. <laughs> Keep going. I told you, I DM'd you. I said, blame it on me. Tag them. They can blame it on me. They don't, I, I they stand don't care. by. I get listen. I like pin me to the cross I get fucking blamed for everything even if the words don't come out of my mouth so if you guys missed the if you guys missed the original episode Sarah was on she very innocently said and it wasn't even a dig it was almost like a compliment that Scarlett Johansson was so beautiful that she didn't need to work in bed that's what you said in so many words that she was you could you could you could imagine her being lazy in bed because she's so beautiful that like when you're that beautiful, 
you don't have to work for it. And the Scarlett Johansson fans got so mad at me. Do you want to apologize? Absolutely not. I refuse. I refuse. I will go down with this one. I don't give a damn. Uh, do. I cannot believe that people came for you because they did finally find me on TikTok and tag me. And you're absolutely right. It was a compliment to ScarJo, who is so gorgeous, so talented. She can be a lazy lay in bed. And I stand by it. Oh, my God. But you would have thought we had spoken about the Pope. I mean, people were like, you're trash. I'm like, guys, this is, you know, good for her, you know? I mean, yeah. because I think we were talking about, I can't remember what celebrity she gave like a bad blow, like a sloppy blow job to. And I said- It was Chris Evans. If I were her, please, I'd be laying on the side, flopping it around in my mouth. I mean, I wouldn't even care. Uh, you know what? Here we go again. I don't care. Here's part two with two. Here we go again. No. She's fantastic. I, please, God. Please, I can't go through that again because it's like it's it, it got to a point where it was like humorous, but I just, you know, I didn't want people to think that I was saying anything bad about Scarlett Johansson because people that were hearing about it out of context without really listening to the episode were thinking that I was bad mouthing her. And I don't think I've ever said one bad thing about Scarlett Johansson personally. I'm a fan of her work. She's gorgeous, as we said, 550 times. I've only heard super nice things about her in the industry. So, oh my God, you just like, I totally forgot about that. When like Danny was like, yeah, Sarah Fraser. I'm like, oh great. And then you just reminded me like the hellscape that was the aftermath of that episode. Well, also I'll say this last thing. And, and if people want to come for me, they can, but um, they should not come for you because you've always defended her. And I think she's incredibly talented too. And you know, she's obviously married to Colin Jost, who's very funny. I think if I knew her in real life, I guarantee she probably has a hilarious sense of humor and I think she'd find us funny. So there. Okay. Let's leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have a, an announcement, a very exciting announcement. I've, it's going to be very hard for me not to post this on Instagram before this episode comes out. But have you seen all of the headlines that New York City Housewives legacy is being canceled, scrapped, will never see the light of day? Have you seen those headlines? I have seen it all. And I know, look, you have better sources, but I do have a very good source. He is on my podcast. We do podcast trades very often. He had heard this scoop. He had heard details about salary, which I'm happy to get into. Um, but yes, I believe it is absolutely dead. And I do have a theory on Bravo and this legacy show, which I'm happy to share. But you tell me where you want to go. Okay, well, I'm about to debunk what you just said. I heard from my very reliable source that it's all scare tactics. Somebody leaked to page six that this was happening to scare the ladies because they were being difficult with salary negotiations. But the show is not scrapped. It's happening. The ladies got selfish towards the end. They were offered close to what they wanted. They countered, so it was pulled back. So they're stalling. So as a way to sort of scare them into signing what Bravo was offering them, somebody leaked to page six that the show was scrapped. It's not scrapped. It was a leak. It was a leak. It was blasted as a scare tactic. Andy Cohen tweeted yesterday, don't believe everything you read. That's why he's saying that, because everyone started freaking out that the show's not happening. Um... It's happening. Okay. But what does your source say? I mean, what if these women don't agree to sign for these salaries? What are they going to do? They don't get anything then. They're going to negotiate a salary. And also my source um, did point out that Sonia is being the least demanding during these negotiations. Um, so it's the other women whose names are on the table. Luann, um, Jill, Kelly Ben Simone. There's one more and I'm forgetting. Well, oh, Dorinda. 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 Okay. Yes. yes. Um, so I just want everyone to know. I mean, I totally, this is like my, one of my really, really inside sources. Um, you know, they've given me information before that's come true. This is what they say. They, they said the show's happening. The ladies needed a little fire lit under their ass to sign the contract. And somebody leaked to page six to scare them. And it scared everyone. Okay, now, wait a minute. I, I'm hearing Jill Zarin is one of the individuals that is holding out for a better salary. Um, 
And that's very interesting to me because she's wanted to come back on reality TV for a very long time. Not only that, her do- she and her daughter have a very successful candle line. So I would think it's a huge opportunity. Um, I, you know, I'm curious who these individuals are that are holding out so much. I agree with you. I think Sonia 100% is in at any price. Probably Luann, although maybe at this point, Luann's like the biggest star of them all. I mean, Dorinda wants back so badly. I'm just like, who is the person holding out the most? I mean, I could see it being Luann, Dorinda, and Jill. 100%. I mean, maybe it's Kelly. Maybe it's also Kelly being like, hey, I'm Kelly Bensimone. You know what I mean? This is what I I think I deserve. You know, it could be Kelly Bensimone as well. All of them could be, you know, presenting a united front because it was likened in the article to like the Friends cast and negotiations where they very famously, I think, um, you know, band together to yep. negotiate their contracts. Um, so they could be all, you know, saying, let's go in balls to the wall. Let's get, let's get the most. I don't blame them. I mean, they know people want this show back, right? I mean, you know, my theory is I don't think Bravo really wants to do this legacy show. I think that they, but your source is way better. So my theory is, is off. So, uh, but I don't know. I feel like they're dragging their feet. I think they're putting a lot into the ROHNY, you know, uh, this new season, this new cast. So I don't know. I feel like they're dragging it out because they don't want to do it. But I have heard that the salary offers were like as low as like $20,000, $18,000, for the entire season for some of these legacy women. Now, I don't what? know if that. I, I No way, Sarah, no way. Uh, that's what I've heard. That is what I've heard from someone who is very, very close to Bravo production. And that is why there is such a huge hang up with this because the salaries were so low. And to me, and do you know corporate, when corporate offers you something so low like that, it's usually because they are not really interested. But again, you have a source that's like come true, probably very close to that situation. So Maybe they are interested, but I think they're hoping the new season of RHONY is so good that people, they keep dragging it and dragging it and people forget about legacy. I mean, I can't believe that figure you just threw out. I think that the new season got like $5,000 an episode. So that would, I think, even be more than $20,000 for the whole season. I I know. That just seems really low. It's insane. I... I know it's crazy. I do this podcast trade with a guy uh, behind the velvet rope, David Yontif. We were discussing it from a source of his. So that I'm passing it on again. I, this is alleged, 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 but that the, these salaries are so low. Okay. Well, maybe somebody listening to this will be able to shed some light because if, if someone was offering me $20,000 for a season, I would <laughs> reject that too. I would, I mean, listen, Put it in perspective, it sounds like a lot of money and it is a lot of money to some people, but filming eight hours a day, however many days they're filming, um, that's not a lot. That's not a lot for a whole season at all. I want to hear from your fans and sources that are super close to this because, like I said, we we talked about this on the podcast. It's alleged, but I've, I have heard that these salaries are so low and I'm curious if we're even in the ballpark of 20. Now, not all the women, some of the women were offered more, um, but not a lot. So I'm really curious to see if someone leaks these alleged offers. Okay, well, let's get them to sign first. So <laughs> and then we'll figure out then we'll figure out the uh, the salaries. I panicked when I heard they weren't coming back. I need that show back. Really? I need. Yes. I love that cast. I love that city. I mean, it's my hometown. I live in New York, so I guess that makes me love it more. But it is such an escape to watch those women while out. Like, I need that in my life. But wait, do you like everyone that's coming back? Like, are you cool? You want Jill. You want Kelly. You want Sonia. You want Dorinda. Like, is that your dream cast? I mean, obviously, we know we're not getting Bethany back. We know we're not getting Ramona back. Um, I mean, I was obsessed with Carol Rad as well, but we're not getting Carol back. I mean, are you happy with with who this is for Legacy? Yeah, I mean, I think that that combination of women will be extremely entertaining. Like, yes, everyone that you just named that's not coming back would have been great. Um, but I think they have a strong enough combo to make it wildly delusional and entertaining as only <laughs> Real Housewives of New York know how to how to be. So, yeah, it needs to come back. 
it needs to come back and it needs to start filming in August in the Hamptons as they always do. They always start in late summer. They, they show the end of the summer in the Hamptons and then they go through like the holidays. Like they kind of go through like Halloween and then Christmas. Like that's what Roni like usually is. And I just need that. I need to see that. So hopefully we'll get it. All right. Well, I I love to hear that it's on because I did believe the story headlines that I was seeing that it was off and I was like, so did I, I I was panicking. So I'm I'm glad to hear this. That's like breaking news because I've not heard that anywhere else. I had to reach out to someone and I had to say what is actually going on because I knew this person would know. Um, And they told me they said it was leaked it was a scare tactic. It's really is happening, which kind of aligns with Andy's tweet. So I, I, it makes sense if you think about it. Um, let's move on to Riley Keough, the daughter of the late Lisa Marie Presley. Um, she appeared, I believe, like at her mother's wake or funeral with a baby um, out of nowhere. And people are wondering when did she have this baby? Did she have a surrogate? Um, she did not have a surrogate. She carried this baby. Um, I think the baby's between like six and eight months old. That was from somebody who saw the baby at, uh, one of these gatherings, like the funeral or, cause I think they brought the baby to, yes. yeah, that's how it was known. The, uh, her husband said something. Um, the baby's between six and eight months. Um, she got pregnant at the end of filming Daisy Jones. Now everyone is on the edge of their seats anticipating the premiere of this series, Daisy Jones and the Six. Did you read that book? I didn't read the book, but no, I didn't read it either. But I know the hype that people but I but I don't major I hype. Yeah. So um, I had guessed that maybe she had a surrogate. I just wanted to correct myself and say she did not have a surrogate. I had posted that I thought it was possibly carried by a surrogate. She didn't. She carried the little baby herself. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, though. I'm sorry. I, I don't know if the husband said I thought it was a little girl. I thought the picture of them getting off the private jet it was very obvious it was a little girl, but um, okay, but that's great. I mean, I'm not surprised, right? Celebrities are getting really good at keeping these pregnancies a secret. I mean, you know, Kylie Jenner was stormy the first time. We never, we didn't see her, you know, for nine months. We had no idea that she pops up. You know, I, I mean, there were like a lot of speculation, but I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, I think that for the most part, most celebrities, I would say like 95% of celebrities like to keep their pregnancy secret. And, you know, for the obvious reason, in case something goes wrong, in case there's complications. I mean, I was told by a reporter that that is why, you know, a certain publication won't post pregnancy rumors for that exact reason. Um, I know you never know. God forbid. Yeah. You never know. Um, so I don't blame them for keeping it a secret. Blake Lively is another her big baby. secret keeper. Oh my God. Oh, so her. that's a, oh, there's a picture of her baby out. <gasps> her baby's so cute. I know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, I have baby fever. I mean, the baby's wrapped in a pink blanket, right? So I guess that's, uh, you can read anything into that. Like that doesn't mean anything, right? I mean, could be a boy, could be a girl. Um, but the blanket's pink. If you search online, you can see pictures of the baby without the face blurred. Yeah. Um, she or he look looks very cute. The next topic that I would like to touch upon is the Law and Order Special Victims Unit kiss controversy. Do you know about this, Sarah? Okay. This is the only one I don't know a lot about. So I'm so curious to hear what this tea is. Okay. So the fans are upset because they are saying that there was a promo for the most recent episode called blood out. That's the name of the episode. If you guys want to check it out. Um, the most recent promo for the episode showed a scene from the episode where it looked like Stabler and Benson kissed, right? So Stan Twitter watched the episode, saw that there was no kiss and they're pissed. They think that like Dick Wolf edited it out and um, somebody messaged me and they said 
Uh, a lot of people have posted the editing mistakes, but there are times when their foreheads are touching. Then in the next immediate scene, they're several inches apart. There's also a moment when they're literally coming out of a kiss that was mistakenly left in. So this is what the fans think. Fans think there was a kiss. It was filmed. Dick Wolf is fucking with everybody. They're like legitimately pissed at Dick. I mean, we have been waiting like a hundred years for this kiss. I mean, okay, oh, I, wait, but I'm why? When is Dick Wolf going to drop this then? So, do we think this was just all for hype, and we're going to have to wait like another two seasons to get this kiss? Well, I have intel now. I'm going to read to you what somebody told me. This is coming from somebody with excellent authority. I want people to realize that I never use that. I usually use very good authority. This is coming from somebody with excellent authority. Okay. There was no kiss. The scene was filmed from many different angles that would indicate a possible kiss, but Benson's lips and Stabler's lips never touched. This is a long-running show. They know how to take the audience to that point, but they would never film a kiss unless they were planning on using it for the episode. Dick is not fucking with you guys. This is actually what happened. And if it did happen, meeting the kiss, it would be a season finale cliffhanger for obvious reasons. So, I mean, they're not going to believe me because they're going to want to, the stands are going to want to believe there was a kiss because in their minds, like, you know, Stabler and Benson are together in real life. This is yes. real, Sarah. This is real. Yes. Long running rumor. Okay. Well, that does make sense. I mean, don't you think? Do you? I believe that. Well, listen, I never use this. It's coming from an excellent source. I never, I never say that. I could say with like 100% certainty, yes, I believe everything that I just read. 100%. But that, listen, the person also never said there wasn't going to be a kiss in the future. That I don't think that that's off the table. I'm just saying for this specific episode, which was the last episode that aired called Blood Out, I'll post, I, I went back and I watched the scene and then I started taking screenshots of it. So I'll post the screenshots from the scene. But I mean, they're not, it doesn't even look like they kiss. They're like, it's one of those things where he goes in and he's like, come on, Liv. And she's like, I can't, Stabler. Uh, you know, and like her head is kind of like wobbling back and forth. So like it could look like their lips are about to touch. But I'm telling you guys, there was no kiss oh, filmed. It's so close. It's a hot moment. I'm not I'm not going to lie. Do you still watch Law & Order? I mean... Classic I don't TV. <laughs> I mean, I know it is classic. Is I know people are obsessed, but I have abandoned it due for other shows. Um, so, but I mean, it would be great for them to get together, right? We know eventually they will. And, and I'm looking at the screenshots, and oh my god, her mouth is like a little open. It's it's so close, but I can see what you mean. Like they never actually go in. It's it's also this like heartfelt moment they're having. Yeah, like she says in this scene, she's like, I really want to. And he's like, why won't you? And she's like, in case it doesn't work out. And he's like, Ugh. and then it like ends. You know what I mean? Like they're teasing the audience. Like that's what these TV shows do. There's not like, you know, five million episodes of Law & Order SVU for no reason. Do you um, know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Well, and you sound like you're a big fan. Have you watched all these years? I haven't kept up with it, but like, of course, I've watched it over the years. Um, but I haven't kept up with it just because, you know, there's other series that I get into and whatnot. But it's, you know, if it's on, like if it's on regular TV and I'm like scrolling and I come across it, I'll leave it on. Background noise. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. I thought, oh, our audience will hate that, you know, background noise. But that's exactly what it is for me. No, it's good. It's like comforting. There's like so something comforting about it to like have on in the background. Same with like Harry Potter. Like if there's ever any Harry Potter movies like on TV, I'm like done. Keep it on. Like go about my business in my house and just like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? 
Do you have any shows that you put on that? Well, I usually I usually nap to Harry Potter. I think it's something about, you know, it's so many of the scenes are like in that dark castle. So I feel like it's just great napping background noise. So I really like that. Um, oh, God, what shows do I just watch on the almost all my reality shows, really? I mean, I hate to tell our Housewives fans these, but a lot of those, like I'll even go back and watch like old seasons and just like have it up. It's so... I don't know. I just love it. I love jumping in, jumping out. Same, same. Um, But every time you put on Bravo and there's repeats, it's always below deck. And it just doesn't hit the same as like a housewife repeat. I, I know that's like their number one show and like everybody loves below deck. But why does it have to be on all the time? <laughs> Great point. Great point. I need to I need answers. Like I need to know why below deck is on 24 seven on Bravo. There has to be a reason. Yeah, yeah, you, you're right. I mean, it must be like the most rewatched. I, yeah, that is like funny why that one would be the most rewatched. It has right? to be. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you love to see like some old seasons of like the OC or like Beverly Hills? You know what I mean? Like old yes. seasons. Yes. Like that I would was- totally suck me in. Just thinking the other day how much I miss RHOA back in the day, Kim Zolciak, Nene Leakes. Like, I miss the original cast. By the way, I love how you say the initials oh, you- RHOA. Like, you were calling Roni, like, RH. And why I think you were calling it R H O N Y. You know, I really like to say those initials out very often. Yes. No, okay. I like that. It's like a different, t- it's like a different take. <laughs> I was like, what You're are right. you doing? Why am I not saying Roni? You're right. No, R-H-O-N-Y do. Yeah, that's it. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, okay, well, that's that's a wrap on SVU. I know, like, God, don't DM me that I'm wrong because I know I'm right. Like, I literally would bet my whole bank account that what I said was 100% true. So... I love it. I'm s- I know because I know I just am anticipating like what I'm going to get. I mean, like, for example, this comes from somebody. I'm not going to say their name, but like their profile picture is of Stabler and Benson. OK. And somebody says 100 percent. The kissing scene was shot with Chris and Mariska. It was a closed hot set for three days. Like, no, that didn't <laughs> that didn't happen. Like, I'm sorry. It didn't happen. I'm sorry. Like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure, weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe Body Program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. The next thing that got everyone um, talking this week was a tweet from Zachary Levi. 
I love okay. this. So somebody says, um, do you agree or not that Pfizer is a real danger to the world? And Zachary quote tweeted and wrote hardcore agree. So I got a lot of DMs, you know, saying he was anti-vax and people were like very upset about that. Um, but I also have like news for everybody. A lot of celebrities are anti-vax. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of people, you already know this, are very conservative in Hollywood, but it's very quiet here. But yes, a lot of people are very, yes. Yes, a lot of people are very conservative. A lot of people are anti-vax. Both things are kept on the down low. Now, because he made that tweet, people assumed that he was very conservative. So somebody asked me like, is he very conservative? And I answered yes, because I had heard, you know, he's also very religious. So I think I miss, I misspoke. I don't, I don't think he's very conservative, but I do think he's anti-vax. And I do think that he was very religious. Um, did you know that about him? No, I actually didn't yeah. know. The, I, I saw the comments, obviously, on your stories, and I saw your response about, yes, conservative, but I didn't see the part about being very religious. Well, that makes yeah. sense being then, you know, anti, I mean, I guess you can't fully say he's anti-vax, but maybe he's very skeptical of pharmaceutical companies. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he was re very religious. That makes sense. Well, it says here that he was um, he was raised Christian in a 2018 interview. He said he's very spiritual, but not particularly religious. So maybe we're also I'm also misspeaking the word religious um, religion, he says, is, in my opinion, very destructive to what I believe the true heart and spirit, then essence of who is God. I mean, that Aren't sounds I? like a very spiritual. Very spiritual statement. Um, in a 2021 interview with the Christian Post, um, he said working on the movie American Underdog bolstered his Christian faith. And in getting to work on this project, it feels like God's fingerprints were all over it. Again, sounds like a very religious statement. Also, it says here he has no Jewish ancestry. He's often incorrectly perceived to be Jewish due to his stage name. In a 2016 interview, he lamented that he had been turned down for a number of roles because he was considered too Jewish for the part. He's not Jewish, though. He also says here that um, Zachary reveals it was therapy and faith in God that helped him out of the pit of depression um, in his new memoir. So I guess he has a memoir. I didn't know that. Um, hoping it could help others facing the same situation. Um, he was apparently psychologically abused by his mother Um and later by his stepfather. So he has generational trauma. He's quoted as saying it's both scientific and biblical. Um, from that pain and being in Hollywood, he turned to sex, drugs, and alcohol to cope with his pain. But it wasn't until his 2015 divorce, he said that his inner turmoil came to head. So he says he's not religious. Um, I don't know. All signs kind of point to him being religious I don't know what do you think what is your take on everything I just stated oh well it's juicy did you just see um James Gunn's statement on this too who basically is saying look I can't change a film I'm not gonna change things just because of somebody's tweet anyway that's like just coming out uh look you know it's it, I think I, this is getting a lot of attention but I don't think it's gonna go anywhere because I do think we're even though the pandemic is very much real, it's still here. I think people are over it to some degree. People are back out. Those who are getting vaccinated are vaccinated. Those who don't want to are not going to. We're kind of moving forward. So I don't think it has as much steam as a lot of people think it does. Um, you know, his background, hard to say. I mean, it does sound like he's been a lot. I'd say he is probably very spiritual. I also think I read, I think he did a Joe Rogan episode a couple of years ago, um, which I, I haven't listened to, so I'm not sure exactly what they discussed. But um, I would not be surprised if he was skeptical of pharmaceutical companies at all. I think you're seeing a lot of that right now. I think a lot of people, and there's a lot of stories that, you know, 
And look, I mean, we all know this with vaccines. It's usually years and years and years of research and experimenting before they get a vaccine that actually cures something like polio, like measles, mumps, rubella, you know? So I get how people now are questioning. To me, I didn't think this was a big a firestorm as it is. By the way, I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated though, okay? So don't, <laughs> don't, I know, I know where this is headed, TikTok. Get your vaccine. I'm just saying, I think people are over it. Um, okay. Right? Do you? Don't you? I mean, I think people have kind of moved on. I mean, I don't know. I, who I don't... knows? They are. You listen. The internet looks for something to pick up on, and they just run with it. You know what I mean? Anything the least bit controversial, like sets the internet ablaze. I like you said. Like I don't think this is that big of a deal. I think fans of his saw the tweet. They were disappointed. Um, they, they reached out to me to see if I had any information about him. I have received a lot of DMs about him over the past three years. Um, I'm so sorry, guys. They're not filed, though. And I'm working on this for 2023. I want you guys to know, like, my filing system by the end of this year is going to be fucking top notch. So, like, if you guys want to know about Zachary Levi, like, oh, done. Good. Like, it'll, you know, like, Zachary Levi file. Like, I don't have, I know I have a lot of posts on him. I just don't have a file set up yet. So, but I did get a lot of DMs, like, yesterday. So, let's go through some of the things people had to say about him. Um... And I want to also say this, sorry, the DMs that I've gotten about him in the past had a lot to do with his dating style. Oh, he's okay. a little bit of like a sex addict, I think. Oh, yeah. Right. I don't know if that's something that surprises you or something that doesn't surprise you. No, um, nothing. Nothing like shocks me anymore, really. I mean, it does, <laughs> does it? Fair no, enough. Like, no, I mean, please. Nothing. I mean, well, army. Uh, 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 like Army Hammer wanting to eat people. I mean, that did sort of shock me. Like that one was a little out there, but most of them, no. Like it wouldn't shock me if he was a sex addict. No, that stuff doesn't shock me. But I do, I, I will say like, I I am so desensitized, but there are some things that that do still kind of shock me. It, it has to just be, It's but it's not this stuff. It's not sex. It's not drugs. It's not threesomes. It's not you know, cheating. Um, it's just the weird shit that goes on in Hollywood. Okay, let's just get into Zachary. Somebody says, Zachary Levi was a jerk on a project I worked on. He stole cigarettes out of my backpack and burped in my coworker's <laughs> face without <laughs> apologizing. <laughs> wow, that sounds like my entire 20s. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And wait, and th wait, there's more because okay. this person's so good. Um, this is somebody totally not nothing to do with this. Mark Wahlberg is the other celeb I mention when I tell stories. He was a dick to his wife at a kids event I worked at. He stood cross armed the whole time and yelled at his wife that he can feed his kids whatever he wanted when she told him not to get hot dogs for them. He was so, so short and wide in <laughs> I love you guys. He just—I mean, they're not. This person's not even meaning to be funny. He was so so short and wide in real life. I mean, this person's like mad. They're like—they don't even mean to be funny, but it's like so fucking funny. Okay, here's another person. Love it. Um, Zachary Levi bump a non please. I've been waiting to air some shit out. He's more conservative than he's willing to admit. I will say he did explicitly tell me he's not a Trump fan and has nothing against anyone who got the vaccine, but he wouldn't get it himself. So does that make you anti-vax? That's a good question this person raised. Does it make you an anti-vax? Like he's, he doesn't have anything against people who get it, but he just wouldn't get it, right? Um, he could be so nice and sweet, but it always ends up very sexual. And if you're not down, he becomes super gaslighty. Not to discredit his trauma and previous struggles, but I think his radical love book and public persona is bullshit. So this person is um, referencing the trauma and struggles that I um, told you guys a little bit before. Um Okay, here's another person. <laughs> Super Anon. He is more independent than right-wing conservative or liberal. He hates Trump like the rest of us, as well as big pharma and politicians in general. People are making a big stink about his recent tweet because 
Shazam 2 is about to come out and they are looking for anything they can to shit on DC. The fact that they stretched it out to say he is anti-trans, which couldn't be further from the truth, is literally insane. I have absolute first-hand knowledge on this. So please just file and keep in mind when reading what other folks are saying about Zach. Um, that person has first-hand knowledge. Oh, okay, that's a- juicy. <laughs> okay. Here's another one. Here's another one. Met him via Raya, summer 2022. He's incredibly kind and wore cargo shorts and Crocs on our date. Long story short, the following day, I got a super kind, sincere voice memo from him apologizing for his forward behavior. I stayed the night. Couple back and forth exchanges and I ghosted the dude. I'm not proud of that. He's a great guy with a big heart. Um, he's open about his mental health struggles. Nothing but respect for the man. So um, just to clarify, this person said that he apologized for his forward behavior. And I said, did he force himself on you? Like, I didn't know what they yeah. meant. And she said, no, not at all. We were both into it and had a few drinks and we were vibing. Um, like your post says, very conservative. So he clearly felt conflicted after the fact. So this person says that, that he's conservative sexually. Other people are saying he's more independent than right wing conservative or liberals. And then I got a bunch of DMs about how he's like super sexual. So everyone's kind of like contradicting themselves. I know, I was going to say, I'm so confused about this man. Is he independent, serious, conservative, religious, not? He's not Jewish. Is he into a trans woman? I have no idea where we're going. This is like, I mean, I love it. I know. It's like a mystery. So then somebody also says, um, I know that he is Christian, but has stepped away from a lot of the staunch beliefs. His episode of Justin Long's podcast talks about it. I don't think he's fully immersed in what people are saying, but I also think he's so focused on his family right now. Um, Also because his dad sadly passed away um, a couple days ago. So that's what they mean about that. Um, I did ask someone whose DM I didn't screenshot because I don't think they wanted me to repeat the DM um, on my podcast or on Instagram if they thought he had like a sex addiction. And, uh, you know, the person said perhaps because what they were describing to me in the DM was very like sounded very like sex addiction-y. Plus, like he's on Raya, but I also think he's one of the, I think, don't quote me because I know like, people are going to be like how do I slide into his DMs but I I'm not sure but I think he also uses Instagram as sort of like um a dating app which a lot of celebrities do I've said this a million times um but yeah so very complex man very complex (laughs) his dating history um in case anyone is curious um I have well first of all he's 42 years old um he dated Caitlin Crosby, who is an American singer and songwriter and actress from May 2008 to January 2010. Never heard of her. Um, He was married to Missy Peregrim um, in a secret marriage ceremony in Hawaii in 2014. Um, And then she filed for divorce in 2015. So that didn't last long. Um, he made a red carpet debut with quote unquote, his special lady friend, Caroline Tyler at the ESPY awards in July, 2021. Um, so it sounds like he dated her still no idea who she is. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of low profile, a lot of low prop. Yeah. A lot of low profile romances. He definitely dates and hooks up with normies. Um, complicated dude, complicated dude. Yeah, he really is. He's hot though. I will say, I mean, he's really hot. I love like the, a little bit of gray on the side. I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Do I'd have a few drinks, vax, anti-vax. I'd make out with him. You know, I mean, (laughs) right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I can't get like a handle on him. Like, I can't either. Is he not a dick? Like, I don't know. I'll investigate. I'll investigate for us. I'll find out. I'll Are you? I mean, Raya? I, I mean, I, no, I'm married. I, I need to. <laughs> I oh. don't even need to be on Raya. I'm not on Raya. I should say that. But I love looking at all your lists and I think, oh my God, I got like 
I got with my husband right when Raya was becoming hot. And, you know, I adore my husband. But if it ever doesn't work out, first place I'm applying. I mean, you don't need Raya. I say this until I'm blue in the face. Like, you just use Instagram. It's true. Yeah, if you DM them on IG, a lot of them get back to you. Yeah. I mean, not that I would know. Not that I would know. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. well, you said that with you. You said that with a very sure. No, no. <laughs> you said that like with much assurance for someone I, I'm, who's married. I'm just, I've heard, I've heard. Um, yeah, I have never slid into anyone's DMs as Demois or as my, you know, normal self. So I can't speak from experience, but I've been told many, many, many times that um, a lot of celebs meet girls on Instagram dates like they set up dates like it's happening in person like it's on so you don't need Raya and you know Raya I, who knows I'll they'll probably get I'll probably get a cease and desist from Raya because they get so pissed when I post those when I post those lists <laughs> oh. but it's like what's the big secret it's a fucking app like what is the big secret so somebody is single and they're looking to date like why is that so secretive I don't understand. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. And, you know, people who other women that get on there, whatever. I mean, they have the right to say who's on there and their experience. So that's ridiculous. They get pissed. They've they've reached out. They're like, can you please stop posting like who is on our app? And I just well, like ignored them. But anyway, yeah. I do it for the people. Yes. I, I, I walk that line for the people. Let's talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. I owe everyone a dip into the Gwyneth Paltrow file. I felt like today was a good day to touch on her because of the Apple Martin rumor that's been circulating. Um, I know you guys, I she's 18 years old. I hate posting about teenagers, but like I heard this rumor. It came from Reddit. I read the wording of the rumor. It sounded so stupid and so fake that I felt like I needed to speak on it because so many people were DMing me about it, believing it. Um, and in case you guys don't know what I'm talking about, there was a rumor that um, she got kicked out of her school. I don't think it was her high school because I think she graduated from Crossroads. And this rumor was from Westlake. So she went to both, I believe. But I could be mixing it up. Maybe she graduated from Westlake and then first went to Crossroads. Anyway, the rumor was that she got suspended from Westlake for bullying a student into almost unaliving themselves. That was the rumor, which is horrible. Wow. Horrible, horrible rumor. Um, and it just so happens that this rumor came out the week she debuted at Chanel. She was at the Chanel show in Paris. There were pictures of her going around TikTok, um, I saw Instagram, you know, people wondering, is she the next it girl? What, are, you know, what is she going to do after she graduates? I think the rumor was started out of jealousy, honestly, because timing is weird. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think it's true. Is what I, I'm saying. No, I think you're right. I, I think you're 100% correct. And I told you, I have a very good source at Harvard Westlake who's heard none of this. So, and actually, oh, okay. th this person doesn't even know. I, see, that's the confusion. I'm not sure she goes there. I don't, I don't know. So I, I can't, like I, like you said, I'm not sure the direction of, did she go there and then transferred schools or is she there now? She did. She, yeah, she did go there. And there's actually an article, um, the only article that you can find if you guys Google is about, I think her dad, Chris Martin, like speaking up about him not wanting her to go there. I'm paraphrasing what it said because there was, I guess, you know, there was some bullying going on, but not bullying that she was doing. I think just like bullying at the school. So I think she transferred to Crossroads wow. after. Okay. I think she did go to Westlake. Um, it has a usually, I mean, Wesley, you probably know this, but it, you know, supposedly has just a great reputation of not putting up with any of that of like, you know, the students are very community based. It's like, it's here. Everybody wants to go to school there. It's like great school, really big deal. So, um, I don't know. I'm with you. I haven't, I, I haven't heard any shred of truth to that. Yeah. And like, even if 
she didn't attend Westlake when your source went there, wouldn't that have been something your source would have heard? I mean, that's like a pretty big deal if she got suspended for that. Yeah, I would think. Right. So total bullshit. I mean, Reddit is like the biggest dumpster fire on the internet. Um, I don't care what anyone says. It's just like, I agree. The rumors that come out of there are like literally so disgusting and harmful. Um, I only use Reddit when I'm looking up some sort of like health issue. You know what I'm saying? Like I always like I I basically go to Reddit for my IBS symptoms. I'm like, are any is anyone else having the like? like, Is anyone else experiencing this? Otherwise, I'm with you for sure. It can be helpful, but I've just seen like so many rumors come from there that are just like people, you know, say it with such authority and anyone will believe it. Now, you know, my Instagram is anonymous. I like to remain behind the curtain, but I'm a person. You know what I mean? I'm filtering these comments. Like I'm having conversations with real people about stuff that they're submitting. Um, so I think it's a little different because I'm sure people will be like, how is how is what you do any different than Reddit? Um, but it is vastly different. I would never post that Apple, a rumor that Apple Martin got suspended for bullying, you know, without like proof. Yeah. And I was going to, and just like what you said to reiterate, I mean, you get actual sources, like you see their pictures, their profile. I mean, some of these people work on the sets. I mean, you know. Right. They could say anything. They're behind like a, a Reddit profile that's called like Rainbow Daddy. And they're like talking about how they like worked on the set of like, you know, whatever TV show and they're making up what happened. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. Um, well, let's get into Gwyneth Paltrow's file. I'll read a couple of DMs. She's also a tricky one a little bit. Um, There was a time that I was posting a lot about Goop. And, you know, I think people that had worked at Goop and then left Goop didn't have great things to say about working there. And anytime I would post that, people who currently worked at Goop would always like counter and debunk what they were saying. So I don't know if it's like a like sort of cult mentality that like when you work there. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yes, yes. I'm not articulating it, but I... Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, yes. If you're, it could be an environment, you know, if you're there, you're, you're probably like, okay, drinking the Kool-Aid is like not the right phrase, but like, you you know. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. You, you probably love everything about it. You're probably an uber fan of hers, Goop, the products, the belief, the whole thing. Right. So I'm sure part of that is also defending it and getting the word out of how great it is. Right. So because of that, like, it can never really get a handle of, like, what kind of boss she is. I mean, she seems very involved in the brand. So I don't know, like, if she really is or if it's just a facade. Like, it's hard to say. All that being said, like, I've bought a ton of shit from Goop. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I love Goop. When she first came out with Goop, it was like, Goop? Like, are you, what does that even mean? Like, that's disgusting. And, like, look what she created from it I mean it's fucking genius to me so I can appreciate that branding okay here's another one um ate dinner next to Gwyneth Paltrow and Coldplay at Eddie V's in Austin in 2005 or 2006 when they were playing at ACL it was my friend's 16th birthday so she asked them for an autograph on her card Chris and the band were very sweet and said yes but Gwyneth refused and said can't you see we're just trying to eat dinner in peace and Chris snapped back sign the card Gwen don't be a bitch forever <laughs> what <laughs> he really okay he really called his wife a bitch in front of this woman I mean I don't know. the me person break. says forever Chris fan but never been a GP fan after that and I said maybe she was hangry and the person said probably so Eddie V's is so good I can attest to that just as a kid I was thinking wow celebrities are dicks okay so okay what that's like I find it hard to believe that he called her a bitch at the table in front of a fan but okay you never know you never know Chris Martin I don't think the word bitch is coming from Chris Martin's mouth okay so this is this was from during the time when I was posting 
that goop was like not a great place to work or people didn't love working there. And somebody responded with this. I work at goop and this is 150% not true. Gwyneth is in our meetings involved. If she doesn't know you, impossible to know everyone. I don't see why she would just strike up a convo while walking the halls. And that's pretty normal if you ask me. So I guess the person before this was saying that maybe Gwyneth ignored them. And this person was saying, why would she strike up a convo with you if she doesn't know you? Um, and then they they go on to say, she literally says slack me for anyone that wants to communicate. So that's far from the truth, too. I've worked for some crazy ass mean people, and she is the most even toned, calm CEO that I've ever worked for. So that goes back to what I was trying to describe to you before. OK, here we go. <laughs> I keep trying to hold back from sending in stuff. But fuck it. I can absolutely confirm this. Gwyneth is awful. I worked with her two years ago and she didn't look me in the eye, stared at herself in the mirror the whole time I was prepping her for an appearance and didn't even ask for my name. It was such rude behavior. She also put her dirty shoes up on our office counter. Who does that? Then when she walked out of the room she was in, she totally shifted to seeming sweet and nice. To this day, one of the worst people I've worked with. Anon, please. Okay, so that person had a bad... <laughs> okay. Here's another one. Um, we were at a wedding together, like not as pals. We were both guests and she looked beautiful, but had the most outrageous visible panty line. I couldn't get over it. Like she's so thin, but it looked like she was wearing a thong that was 14 sizes too small and was cutting into her sides. Seemed so unexpected for her. Um, and I wrote, that's definitely something we can all relate to. But then you just have to change the, th the thong. And the person said, totally. Also, how did no one tell her? Someone saw you walk out of the house, sister. She was also with Brad when they were only dating oh. and they were adorable together. Oh, so hot. I wrote they were like twins and the person said she smoked so much pot at this wedding it was actually impressive okay well so far Gwyneth Paltrow sounds awesome like I mean this sounds like okay maybe she had a bad day she put some like shitty shoes on like a table but this I, I, so far this chick sounds like great like I want to hang out with her I want that you know <laughs> Don't you? I want that jade vagina egg. Like, I, I like her. Like, all right. I mean, I do, too. I don't know. She gets, like, such a bad rap. I guess she does come off as, like, seeming pretentious. But she also kind of just owns it, you know? Like, she's like, this is what yes. I like. This is this is what I wear. This is the jewelry I wear. This is the clothes I wear. These are the This is the food. This is the food I eat. This is where I travel. She owns it. Like, she doesn't make apologies for who she is. Totally. You know, she grew up in Hollywood. She's an A-list actress, or she was an A-list actress. She's a hugely successful entrepreneur entrepreneur like how do people expect her to be do you know what I mean uh, I agree a hundred and ten percent and I love what you said I do think she's unapologetic because she's been so rich in Hollywood for so long I think you know because a lot of people complain about goop events or uh, you know items that they're so expensive but I mean that's her world that's like you know what she grew up with she's not shopping at Target with the rest of us like that's what she wants I totally totally agree with you and like you know, it is expensive. And if you've ever been to like a goop store, there are things in there that I feel like if you want the experience or you like want a piece of goop are affordable. Do you know what I mean? There is there are like $40 face scrubs, which is like comparable to like, you know, um, beauty products at Sephora that are like of that same elk. So I mean, I never really like understood like her like outrageousness is so polarizing to some people that like I never like understood why, though. Do you know what I mean? Because like, yeah, it is like you said, like we're saying like it is who she is. Um, I mean, this the, here's another one. It's not bad. This person said also an amazing Gwyneth Paltrow story. I did a show with her and the second thing I ever did with her, meaning the second time I ever met her and she remembered my first and last name. She was very sweet and humble. She said my first and last name and gave me a hug as if we'd known each other for years. The second time I saw her on set, truly humbled. I mean, I've said this before, like remembering last names 
Oh. I, I don't know. I, I, I give people shit because they'll send me something like, oh my God, like, I don't know. Like Zendaya is like the nicest celebrity. Like she held the door open for me. And I'm like, that does not make someone nice. That's like, you know, Basic. common yeah. decency. Yeah. yeah. And, and guys also like, don't get upset. I'm just using Zendaya as an example. Um, but remembering a last name, I don't know. I feel like that's like next level. Yeah. Next. Yes. 100%. I mean, who remembers someone's first name? I mean, I know (laughs) you got two names. That's Yeah. Gwyneth sounds great. (laughs) I'm a team. I'm team Gwyneth after this. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, listen, I'm sure they're like stories of her, like being a bitch and, and whatnot, but you know, I I personally haven't received anything that was so egregious that I was like, holy shit, like she is a fucking monster. That's just me. That's just like my personal experience with receiving Gwyneth Paltrow intel. Um, now, it would be remiss of me not to mention, because this is also brought up a lot um, when her name is brought up, the whole Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. The whole Harvey yeah. Weinstein connection um, that, you know, she is connected to because she did so many of his films. There's also a whole uh, rumor going around that she stole the Shakespeare in Love role from Winona Ryder. And um, I don't know if you guys know her and Winona Ryder. Yes, the Winona Ryder from Stranger Things for all the Gen Zers out there were besties in the 90s. Um, and they dated Matt Damon and Ben Affleck respectively. So they were besties who dated besties. Um, Paltrow oh, wow. is said to be the one who introduced Damon and Ryder in 1997. Um, at the time, you know, Winona Ryder was known for movies including, including Heathers, Edward Scissorhands, Little Woman, all classics. If you haven't checked them out, I highly recommend all three of those movies. Yeah, so then it's rumored that... Gwyneth Paltrow stole the Shakespeare in Love script from Winona Ryder's house and decided to try and get the role for herself. She did end up being cast in the 1998 movie and she won the Academy Award for Best Actress opposite Joseph Fiennes. Um, Paltrow was denied that she stole the script. There is a rumor that Paltrow wrote about Winona Ryder in her newsletter in 2009 when Paltrow's lifestyle website Goop was still new. She sent out a newsletter about a former frenemy who she was glad to hear had gone through a humiliating situation in the post called Evil Tongue and Living in Negativity. She referred to a frenemy who was hell bent on taking me down. During a 2015 interview with Howard Stern, Gwyneth Paltrow claimed the allegations were an urban myth, adding, I swear to God, I did not. I'm raising my right hand on the Bible. I swear to God. Urban legend that she stole the script from Winona Ryder's house and got the role for herself. However, they did stop becoming best friends. So something broke up that friendship. Um, If it wasn't that movie, it was something else. I feel like she's pretty open with things. You said that earlier. Like she's like unapologetic and she's like open about talking about things. So maybe if someone asks her, you know, like in the future, she'll say. You know, like you referenced that Howard Stern interview with Gwyneth. I mean, what was so interesting is she talks about Harvey Weinstein and working with him. And she did have an incident where Harvey Weinstein basically, you know, cornered her, made a pass at her, like tried to come on at her, basically like told her, you know, she needed to hook up with him. And Brad Pitt is the one that went to him and was basically like, do not ever fucking approach her again. And like threw around his weight and Hollywood to make sure like Harvey never had interactions with Gwyneth. At least that's the story she tells on Howard Stern. You know, that's. Yes. Yes. And that clip coincidentally has been circulating on TikTok. It comes up on my for you page every now and then. Um, But yes, in a 2017 New York times article, Paltrow accused Weinstein of sexual harassment, telling the outlet that the film producer summoned her to 
his hotel room after he hired her to star in Emma. She was 22 at the time and said the encounter ended with Weinstein touching her and suggesting that they massage each other in the bedroom. Paltrow said she refused his advances and told her then boyfriend Brad Pitt about the incident. Pitt reportedly confronted Weinstein, prompting the producer to warn Paltrow to keep her mouth shut about the encounter. So, yes, um, her name does come up, but she has spoken out about it. Unlike some other celebrities whose names are attached to Harvey Weinstein, who haven't really discussed it. Blake Lively, I think, being one of them. Jennifer Lawrence was also another one. But she actually, I think, in a recent Vogue interview, made an offhand comment about how the rumors about her and Harvey Weinstein are totally not true. I don't think Blake Lively has said anything, but if anyone knows differently, please correct me. So yeah, that's like pretty much the gist on Gwyneth Paltrow. A lot of like, you know, she was great. She wasn't great. Like she was nice. She wasn't nice. I will say that like a lot of the messages that I've received on about her, like in her adult life, um, maybe, you know, not so much like the one um, where, where Chris Martin supposedly called her a bitch. Um, that, <laughs> like, that one yeah. is crazy. One where she's older. She's been super warm and super nice to fans. So, you know, I am not encouraging people to hunt down Gwyneth Paltrow or, you know, invade her privacy. But I will say that if you ever are in the presence of Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, I would say she would be open to hearing from a fan like, you know, I love your work or I don't know if she's open to taking pictures. I, I'm not sure about that one, but um, she is very warm and inviting to fans. So just to let you guys know, I like to give my listeners a heads up of who to avoid and uh-huh. <laughs> who's like OK to approach. Like I'll, I'll I've told everyone and I've warned people like do not approach Anthony Mackie and I've said this a million times and then someone over Christmas break was like oh my god I saw Anthony Mackie he was so rude to me and I was like I told you guys like do not approach Anthony Mackie if you see him in public so what I'm saying is that like I think one of the Paltrow is like okay I don't care uh, I love approaching celebrities. I don't give a damn. You, everybody, you want to become famous so you have fans. I did this. I will say this. I try to give them space when they're actually eating because I did go up to Stevie Wonder's uh, table when he was in D.C. at Kaz Sushi. And I wanted a picture and an autograph. And his bodyguard did stand up and say, Mr. Wonder is not taking photos or speaking with you while he's eating. And I said, well, when will he be done so I can come back? And the guy basically looked at me like, bitch, get out of here. So I did. I try to respect them now when they're eating, but I'm sorry. I don't care if I see Anthony Mackie, you know, at, at some event here in Hollywood, I'm going to say hi and I want a photo. And he can tell me to okay. piss off. I don't at care. At your own risk. At your own <laughs> risk, Sarah. At your own risk. All right. Like, do I'll not keep say. you posted. Do not say I didn't warn you. I was warned. Yes. Um, Okay. Well, we are out of time. Thank you so much for being here. Always Uh. a pleasure. Um, I think that we're all clear. You didn't say anything that's going to get me in too much trouble uh, this time. So (laughs) yeah, except for like probably people be like, you're anti-vax. I don't care. Whatever. I'm just like, that's so stupid. Who cares? Whatever. I mean, he's not going to get fired over that. So I'm like, no, he certainly isn't. And you know, after rereading the tweet a couple times, he didn't, you know what I mean? He just said like, yeah, like beware of Pfizer, which I think is like a fine thing to say. I think everyone yes. should be aware of pharmaceutical companies. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think. Yes. People are it's so that big of a deal. Completely. Like, it's okay to wonder about, I mean, I, yes, they're a business too. Like, does every business have your best interest at heart all the time? Probably not. No. So anyway, (laughs) there's a hot take. (laughs) Uh, Tell everyone where they could find you. Okay. um, At the Sarah Frazier show, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere. And the Sarah Frazier show podcast puts out new episodes seven days a week. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thank you guys for listening. See you next time. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.